Welcome, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the 30th episode of the Strong Goo Podcast. I'm your super excited host, Joe Donar, and today I want to talk to you about one of my favorite subjects, and that's talking about our egos. Oh, he's back, because the ego always comes back. But seriously, though, I'll be going over how our egos become our worst enemy and an enemy who is constantly looking for an attack. Because our egos use our bodies to control and conspire against our minds. And this could get a little bit dicey because life is of the mind and also in the mind. And so when our ego creates these fears, these opinions, and these biases, it uses our body for attack, for pleasure or pride, and not for service, sharing, or love. I'll get to that more here in a minute, but if you like what you hear in this episode, please share the love and support by clicking the like button and follow the Strong Goo Podcast for weekly tips and tricks for self-development. All right, let's go. What up, my Strong Goo fam? Joe Donar here, and today I want to talk to you about how our egos are so slippery. They really are, and these really intelligent egos we have always confirm our limiting beliefs because it feels so good to think that our own personal opinions are always so right, right? No, it's wrong, and it's so wrong, and the thing is, everyone has these egos, and if they're not controlled, it starts doing the controlling by pulling us into the things we fear the most. We definitely don't want this to happen because when it does, the ego, who is that devil inside all of us, and you know the one I'm talking about, the one who chooses the bad over the good, well, this devil or madman or whatever you want to call it is now in control and we're just along for the ride. This crazy person who lives in all of us now and controls us starts making things up, so we begin to believe in things like the boogeyman or always thinking about the worst case scenario. This fear gives the ego so much power over us because as long as we're scared, we're controlled. By a lunatic. And this is seriously why having faith and the power of belief in knowing someone is above us and more than us is so crucial. Because if we believe our fears to be our truth, our fear becomes our truth. And now our truth is not led with love because it's limited with fear. So when we fear, we feed this ego within. And when we feed this ego, it gets happy, like over the moon happy, because we unconsciously grow the control it has over us by being scared of the things that are not real. And it keeps us dancing around in the cave of shadows. And I'm sure this is basically what the great philosopher Plato was describing in his allegory of the cave. This is the illusionary world where we mistake shadows for substance as we try to justify all or any which one of our fears with our own perceived interpretation of it. This is where our ego can get a little bit tricky because all our beliefs are real to the believer, right? And the thing is, we all do it. We all have those fears. And if you don't think so, well, man, I'm sorry to tell you, you're probably kidding yourself. And if we get to this point where we don't fully understand the control our fears have over us, we'll never wake up from the nightmare we've gotten used to. And when this happens, we start attacking the people who scare us, which really just means that someone might have a different opinion than ours, not knowing our fears are just a little bit different from theirs. But this difference of opinion shouldn't mean that now we have to buy more guns because we're scared that someone will take them away. Does that make sense? The ego always tries to protect us from our fears by producing other fears, because now we believe that someone might break into our house and hurt our family, so we must have that gun. But really, guns are just a metaphor for fear. And this is one of many symptoms of the fear the ego constructs. And when we get hurt by something, our ego, which is our survival instinct and our defense mechanism, likes to put that pain that was created by the hurt into a vault, a very thick vault. And it tries to protect us by creating a new belief now that we must avoid the feeling that pain provided. This new thought pattern to run, to hide, and avoid the hurt we don't want to feel, or be a man, whatever that means, creates a sort of fear that the ego likes to control us with. 
And the crazy thing is, we don't even realize we're being controlled by the fears that guide us. Because remember, after we got hurt and felt pretty freaking awful, we built new principles, values, and ideals to validate the avoidance of the pain once felt. So something I would recommend for you to try out so you can see how much control the ego has over you is to think about or catch yourself saying any negative or limiting belief that usually leads with anger, worry, doubt, stress, or fear. Some examples of this limited belief system is like when we tell ourselves that we're not good enough to amount to anything and we never will. Or anytime we say we're not good at fill in the blank. It could be anything. Like when we say, oh, I'm not so good at running or I'm really bad at public speaking. No matter what it is, we have to understand that the reason why we might not already be great at something is because we didn't put enough time into anything we think we're bad at. Whether it's the career that you have or the relationships you hold, we must be able to put the time, which is our attention, to anything we want to get better with. Because we could get better with anything we want to get better at. We just need to want it bad enough to be willing to put the time in. Also, remember, I mentioned how to care is to compromise in one of my previous episodes. If we care enough about something, we must be able to compromise the habits we do today for the better ones we gain tomorrow. Because nothing ever improves if we keep on avoiding what we're not so good at. We need to put the reps in and start showing up because we don't get good at the things we don't try. Because if you do and say, put yourself out there in public speak in front of a group of people, well, you might say something dumb and you really don't want to feel embarrassed, do you? When the ego does this, it creates a form of fear that honestly believes it's giving great advice to save us from the fear itself. So it uses that fear as armor to protect us from the pain that is really hard to feel. But we must feel it. If not, we will forever hang on to the hurt of our past. And then you know what happens. As time goes on, we begin to exaggerate the lies we tell ourselves because we slowly mold into the personification of our fears. This is where we stop acting naturally in the way we were meant to be. Since now we live in a world of scarcity and lack. I mean, just think of the toddler learning all about life. They are curious and explorative as they try to figure out what they don't know as they examine all of what life has to offer because they are not afraid to try. As we get older, we feel the pain of past experiences, but we don't necessarily deal with the pain felt, causing us to be scared of what we don't understand. A lot of times, though, we don't even try to understand the cause of where that pain came from. Was it our own severely high expectations? Or maybe it was a loss of perceived control we thought we had over a situation or circumstance. And sometimes we don't even look to evaluate the reasons why some accidents we experience in our lives happen. And when we don't investigate into these reasons, we won't see the part that we played in it happening and the faults that we contributed for it to occur. Like, for example, when we become afraid of bees, because that one day growing up when we were running around in the front lawn with bare feet, of course, we ended up getting stung by a bee on the bottom of our foot. So instead of thinking practically about the situation and considered how we crushed the shit out of that bee and killed it, and so in its defense, that pissed off bee went ahead to go sting the foot it was getting smashed by. So not considering our role in making that happen, we now believe that all bees are bad because of an experience that we made happen and caused us to hurt 20 years ago. And the crazy thing is, uh, do I say and the crazy thing is a lot? I feel like I do. Am I going to change it? No, I'm not going to change it. Here we go. And the crazy thing is that our ego sees changing our own beliefs as a threat. This is why debates don't typically convince anybody. The two sides just dig themselves further down to their initial stance. To the point where we become defensive and start attacking because the ego is always threatened by change. But if we could find the courage to open up that vault we sealed long ago, we'll notice that the fear that was felt years ago was just casting a monstrous mirage. And our fear is nothing more than a mere shadow that is being projected by the man behind the curtain. So we shouldn't drink the poison we choose to ingest, which is any of that anger, worry, doubt, guilt, or whatever. But we should instead know that we are love, and that is only which we are. And in this love, 
we will find the peace we wish to be. All right, guys, that's it. The song I'm attaching to this episode is called The Fear and Trembling by Gang of Youths. And it does an awesome job by expressing how important it is for us to feel our fears, not in hate, but in light and love. Anyways, though, I hope you like it and love happy, my friends. And thanks so much for listening. And remember, the work is the journey and the journey will forever be the work. Till next time. Peace. Peace.